What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Coming to you from the basement studio at Eat More Barbecue World Headquarters, this is episode 239 of Canada's Barbecue Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Sanderson, and I thank you for tuning in, downloading, and listening. However you're making that happen, I sure do appreciate it, y'all. Devin from Hickory Street Barbecue in Southern Alberta returns to the show this week to talk about their upcoming move into a new permanent location in Lethbridge, the Smoke, Wind, and Fire competition, and their recent holiday down south where they enjoyed some fantastic barbecue. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Motley Q. Not only does Motley Q offer a great lineup of award-winning rubs and sauces, they also teach some of the best barbecue classes going. Visit motleyq.ca and click on the Classes tab to see the full schedule. There are a number of full-day classes to choose from, like King of the Grill, a great class for beginners, and Big Game Prep, which is great for tailgating or hockey playoff parties. In addition to the full-day classes, there's a selection of micro-classes, including brisket, steak, ribs, and more. I had the chance to take one of their classes a few years back with Big Joe and Jess, and it was great, entertaining experience, tons of great food, and loads of knowledge. Definitely a good time, and I highly recommend it. Again, the website is motleyq.ca. That's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A. Click on the Classes tab to find the schedule of classes coming up in the Edmonton area. This week on Canada's Barbecue Podcast, I'm ex- excited to welcome back a previous guest that first appeared on the show almost three years ago in April of 2020, way back on episode number 96. At that time, they were just a few months into the opening of their restaurant in Sterling, Alberta, and uh, have certainly come a long way since then, and uh, some very exciting changes coming up in the next few months that we'll definitely be chatting about. Devin Bond from Hickory Street, welcome back to Eat More Barbecue. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me back. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, we've been uh, following the story and uh, really excited to see what's happening with you guys. Uh, since the last time we chatted, a question I ask everybody is, uh, what does barbecue mean to you? Oh, it's all-encompassing now. It has taken over my life. <laughs> but as it always has, it's meant family and friends around good food. And being able to share that in a restaurant with people all day it just doesn't get old. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, just a little bit of refresher. It's like I said, it's been almost three years since we chatted. Uh, kind of give folks a bit of the background story about yourself and, uh, and the restaurant. Sure. I was a wedding photographer for 21 years mm-hmm. and <laughs> decided after years and years of people asking us to open a restaurant, um, for Mother's Day, um, my husband Brian got us the food truck right. that we were going to take out a couple times a year, and uh, <laughs> that's not how that played out. Yeah. Um, six weeks six weeks after we opened the food truck, we um, ended up taking over the restaurant space in the small town we were in, yep. and um, we opened three months later. And COVID hit two weeks after we opened. Yes, and I don't. Re- I guess COVID would have hit when I yeah. talked to you, but yeah. just barely. Just barely. Just getting that, into it. Yeah. We didn't know the long-reaching effects of that, and uh, we survived through COVID. Actually, we thrived through COVID mm-hmm. um, due to lots of reasons and ended up opening a second food truck. And then, um, like you mentioned before, there's a couple of exciting things on the horizon now. Awesome. Well, let's uh, get into that. You're currently operating out of a temporary location in Lethbridge, right? And 
Christmas Day, you made the big announcement of uh, moving into a new permanent location. So talk about uh, talk about both of those, I guess. Sure. Um, the location out in Sterling, which is a tiny town of 1,200, mm. village of 1,200, we, um, we were still seeing traffic, but not to the numbers that I would like. Um, now that COVID's over, whatever that means, mm. um, lots of restaurants are open. We've got, to, we've got to pass a lot of restaurants in order to get to us. And um, we just found that the traffic wasn't as much as we would like. So now we were approached by a little ice cream shop that closes in the winter if we wanted mm-hmm. to open there. We thought it was a crazy idea, but a great idea. And um, we've crammed as much equipment into that teeny tiny building as we can. Yep. Um, and we're loving it in there. It's fun. It's a great place for people to just still get their barbecue it's takeout mostly, and um, it's kept, kept us really relevant, which is mm. important. And then um, we figured we would try and find a bigger spot in Lethbridge that would be a permanent home. Not sure that we would, you know, fully intending on maybe having to go back to our original space. Mm. Yep. And this other opportunity came up. It was a spot that I wasn't super stoked about at first. I, I knew the location, but I wasn't really excited about it. The owner's... Um, begged and pleaded that I would just come and look at it. And I said, fine, I will come and look, but I'm not going to like it. <laughs> and as soon as we walked in, we all went, oh, yeah, no, this is the place. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. it's, we're stoked. Yep. We're super stoked. It's an old historic building. Oh, nice. It fits our vibe totally. Um, the smokers, yeah, oh, I can tell you later about how the smokers are getting in, but it's like it's a whole story, but it it finishes our story really well. Awesome. And it's an uh, current or has most recently been a, a coffee shop, I think, or something there. It was a, it was a, like a regular restaurant. Yeah. Okay. They, they were very, um, local pro like they were very focused on bringing local foods to people nice. and cooking with local. Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I've got a, a buddy in Lethbridge and I'd been, I was texting with him telling him that he needs to go check you out at Swirls there. And then he texted me that uh, he'd, he'd heard through the grapevine or somewhere that uh, you were moving into this place. And whatever he told me it had been, I thought it was a coffee shop or whatever. So yeah, either Yeah, way. they did a lot of coffee and brunch okay. and things like that. But yeah, they were more known for local, sourcing local and, and using that. Awesome. So when at what point kind of in the process did you realize that maybe a move into Lethbridge was going to be the way to go for you guys? About a year ago, we kind of looked at each other and said, uh, maybe it's time to think, think about it. Originally, when we opened the Sterling location, we said, you know, we'll move into Lethbridge in like five years. Let's get our feet under us. Let's get some, you know, social media following. Let's see how the food trucks go. And we just realized sooner rather than later is probably a better move. Um, we had a great executive chef join our team a year and a half ago. Oh, nice. Um, very motivated. 28 years experience in the industry. That He's phenomenal. Yeah. And I knew he needed a bigger restaurant, too. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, this just made sense. About a year ago, we started, we started looking. And this place wasn't available a year ago. So <laughs> there you go. Yep. it made sense why we couldn't find a spot because it wasn't supposed to be yet. Right. Are you hearing me okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. Here. It was uh, my I think my video or something was clicking out there for a second, but okay, good. Yeah. Cause, and Sterling, you know, you're I guess you're kind of right on Highway Four, but it's not a other than folks coming or going from the states, it's not a real high traffic highway, right? So. Correct. It's a trucking highway. Yeah. And there's you're not allowed to have signage in that county on oh. like billboards and stuff. Okay. And without that, I feel like we lost out on a lot of traffic. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I think the move, uh, move into Lethbridge, just uh, obviously a bigger market to begin with, but just more people coming through there, uh, you know, yep. can be, uh, should be good for you guys and, uh, yeah, creating some buzz about it. So. Oh yeah. We're all the talk right now. Yeah. Super funny. <laughs> yeah. You can't go anywhere without somebody stopping and, oh, where are you going? Oh, this is exciting. Yeah. Well, you were doing the food truck. You were bringing the food truck into Lethbridge already, right? Oh, yeah. Pretty People regularly. know our food truck. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good and, to you. But we are the only barbecue within about three hours. Yeah, absolutely. So that does help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not yeah. a whole lot down that way, so that's great. Awesome. And, yeah, with the food truck in Lethbridge, you've got some recognition there, so that's... Uh, yeah, that's excellent. Yep. So, with the the temporary location now at the at the Swirls, you, you're not smoking on site, I assume. No, I'm smoking in Sterling, and then I've got big Southern pride, so I can't yeah. move them very easily. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and um, so I'm prepping and smoking out in Sterling. Then I bring the food in every morning, and then we sell out of Swirls. And then when I have spare time, I go and I start renovating on the new restaurant. <laughs> when you're not sitting outside a dance class uh, waiting to pick up a kid, right? Right. Yep, that too. <laughs> and basketball, we've got a rock star basketball player too. So yeah. Between basketball and I literally was cooking on the line at the restaurant on Saturday during lunch with my phone propped up so I could watch his game oh, wow. while I was making food. Nice. Oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, a small business, right? That's what it uh, that's what it's all about, right? When uh, uh, yeah. with that and a family <laughs> yeah. and everything else, trying to keep it all uh, make it all work, right? So uh, <laughs> so yeah, talk about what the new spot, what do you, what, what's the vision for the new, uh, the new location? So my word for the new place is meat centric. Okay. As soon as you come in and you get in that line, the first thing you see is our brisket cutter. Yep. So you'll be chatting with him or her and you'll see the meat. That's, that's yep. the most important thing to me. Um, very much Texas style. We just got back from a long trip yes, to Texas that's and on my list learned a lot. Yep. <laughs> so um, meat. That's the first thing I want you to see, smell, everything. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that opportunity as easily in our location in Sterling just because of the layout. Mm-hmm. But in this space, we have the opportunity to redo the whole front. And that's what we're doing. So it'll be nice butcher block. It'll be glass. It's beautiful. So I'm, I'm really excited. Um, and then we can talk about the meat with people. There's going to be signage that explains what brisket is. It's lots of people that have no idea Still, what it yeah. is. And yep. it's what we do best. Yeah. So um, that and then you'll work your way down the meat line and yeah so meat centric is yep. very much and then when you go and eat on the patio in the new place so you can seat about 60 to 70 inside and then about another 60 outside nice and the patio is where the smokers live and okay. so you can sit on the patio you'll smell them you'll smell it all you'll see like i'll be out there at the pits so it's very um, experiential. Mm-hmm. Instead of just a normal restaurant, you get to experience things. I'll be out there. People can chat with me, mm-hmm. um, and then they get to see the meat. So, yeah, it'll be a well-rounded meat experience. Awesome. So you kind of a pit room outside by the patio? Is that what the uh, what the idea is? Yep, right on the patio, yeah. So in order to get the pits out there, yep. there are no doorways. This is a really old historic building. It was built in 1930, mm-hmm. almost 100 years old. So wow. it has... Um, it has no five foot doorways. Our door, our biggest, smallest side on our biggest smoker is five feet. Okay. And that means we have to remove part of this kind of fake ceiling in the patio and crane the smokers in. Ah. So it's going to be an adventure. Yep. We, we're trying to find a crane company that'll even agree to do it at this point. Right. So. Yeah, that'll be a challenge. So it's a covered patio then, obviously. 
yeah, it's a it's got kind of a mesh cover, but then there's like a really nice heated element. They had a party out there. Um, the owners had a party on it on Saturday. Nice. So it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a, it's a great location. We'll be able to use it almost year round, and then the pits out there. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Well, you kind of have the pits closed off, a little, visible, as you said, but yeah. kind of a closed area. Right. For safety. Yeah, AHS right? doesn't gotta, like people to touch, yeah, you know, things other like people's that. food. <laughs> so it's also a great spot. Um, I'm not sure if you remember Ryan Scott. He yep. won the Smoke, Wind, Inspired Junior Backyard. Yep. Anyways, him and I teach classes right. together, so yeah. our plan is to teach classes out on that patio. It's going to oh, be great. Oh, perfect. Yeah, no, it's a great spot. Nice to be, yeah, be able to be outside for that, right? So. Uh, seating wise, you mentioned the 60 and kind of 60. How's that comparing to Sterling? I can fit 38 in Sterling. <laughs> okay. So quite a good size and a, you know, 50% more inside yeah. and then, you know, with well, the patio. Yeah. And I can, the patio at Sterling okay. way underutilized could fit about 62. Okay. So a little yeah. bit extra capacity then for sure. So. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, looking at making some menu changes with the new spot. We're in big discussions about that right now, yeah, because now we have some more equipment at our fingertips. We've got fryers and griddles and things that we just have never had. Yeah. Um, but trying to decide how authentic Texas we stay because you don't get fries at barbecue places in Texas. So do you need to get them at ours? Big talks. Um, like I said, we've got an, an amazing executive chef who's just mm. raring to go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's. I, I am going to bring back beef ribs on a more regular basis and nice. um, some, I got some other ideas up my sleeve that yeah. I'm working on. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I get where you're coming from with staying authentic, but at the same time you have to look at what's going to work for your market where you are. Right. Right. So it's if, tough. It is. Cause the yeah. number one thing we're asked for is we're asked for fries yeah. every day. Well, that's yeah. So yeah. Kind of tough to, find that balance i guess of keeping it, it as is. authentic as you as you want to and making it work for your yeah. your customer base right so yep it's the eternal discussion at the moment yeah. while we try and figure out what we're doing and what with the building of the new front of the restaurant this is when we have to make these decisions so right. yeah figure it yeah, all out tough one. <laughs> yeah. what kind of uh timeline are you looking at with the for the move into the new spot beginning of april okay. um it looks like it depends a lot on contractors. Yeah. Um, our plan is by the middle of February to have all of the smokers over and all of our equipment from the Sterling location. And then we'll do takeout from okay. the new location. Right. Um, and then I don't really want to stop in service. I really want to stay relevant mm -hmm. yeah. um, and keep people hyped up. If they can kind of come in and see a little bit, that might be exciting. Yep. Yep. Right. Um, so that's kind of the plan. We have already have our health inspection and everything. We're ready to go. Perfect. We just, um, yeah, we just get the stinking smokers over. It's going to be the biggest hurdle for sure. Uh, aside from moving the smokers and getting them in there, any uh, challenges working with the city there with getting that no. all <laughs> green lighted and everything? Right. <laughs> I thought we would right? have a lot more problems. Yep. I thought we would. All I've heard from lots of people is that the permitting and everything in Lethbridge is really difficult. Mm. Being in the county, like nobody cared. Um, in fact, to get my biz my development permit for Sterling, I actually went into the town office and I said, I'm not leaving until you give me one. I've been in here six times. I need a permit. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Anyway, <laughs> Lethbridge, um, because the smokers aren't going inside a building, the building people don't care. Okay. 
and fire doesn't really care because they're going outside. Right. So HVAC is kind of who we've been talking sure, to. Yeah. We are venting the smokers up so that they don't impede on the loft that's next to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to keep your keep the neighbors <laughs> happy, airflow. right? Yeah. Yes, we yeah, do. Yeah. We want them to come eat the food, not just smell like it all day. That's so. right. Yep. Awesome. Um, what's the location where address for the new uh, the new spot? And I guess where you are right now with the swirls. Sure. So currently we're at seventeen oh one Mayor McGrath Drive South. Okay. Um, which yeah. If anybody's, it's the old KFC building for those that have been around for a long time. I, I, I haven't been in Lethbridge in a while, or at least that part. Whereabouts on Mayor McGrath is that kind of? It's a, it's in the Keg parking lot. Okay. Um, it's across Mayor McGrath Drive from the movie mill. Okay. And my my food truck's out there. Yeah. The big get your fat pants ready on it. Okay. <laughs> and then when the new location is where? It's three one seven Fourth Street South. It's downtown across the street from the courthouse. Okay. Yeah, I got a bit of an idea where that is. Okay, excellent. Not Next the, to not the courthouse, which is a Lethbridge. No, yeah. <laughs> You're familiar with the courthouse? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're next door to Osho's, which is a Lethbridge icon and as far as restaurants are concerned. Oh, awesome. Excellent. No, it'll be nice to... I, I'm, I'm excited to get down there and, uh, and see this for you guys once you're in there and uh, uh, yeah. all set up. It's uh, very exciting for you, so... Well, we're hoping before Smoke, Wind, and Fire to have a a dinner out there with everybody and stuff the nice. night before kind of thing. Coming up, Devin and I talk about her new involvement with the Smoke, Wind, and Fire KCBS competition, and we also chat about their recent fa- family vacation to Texas and Louisiana and some of the great barbecue and other food they enjoyed. Be sure to listen after the interview for an update on the Smoke, Wind, and Fire competition. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by Pitt County Barbecue, who is bringing authentic North Carolina-style whole hog barbecue north of the border to Alberta and to Canada. Based out of Edmonton, Pitt County Barbecue will come to your event and cook an entire pig on site using their custom-built cooker, designed by owner and pitmaster Peter Zakuski. Pitt County Barbecue brings a unique regional barbecue dining experience. From North Carolina chopped barbecue pork to Piedmont-style coleslaw, trust me when I say you've never tasted anything like this before. The meat is so good you don't even need sauce. Peter was on this past season of Firemasters on the Food Network and is truly inspired by the South. His attention to detail and quality is second to none. From delicious food to amazing customer service, make sure to book Pitt County Barbecue for your next event and follow them on Instagram and Facebook to see what Peter has been up to. Visit the website at pittcountybbq.com. That's P-I-T-T-C-O-U-N-T-Y-B-B-Q.com for more information and to book them for your event. Well, since you since you made the segue, <laughs> very nice. I did. That was that is the next thing on my list here to talk about is smoke, wind, and fire. That's the uh, the, the KCBS competition in Lethbridge. Uh, it's been going on the past two years, and you've kind of stepped in, uh, taking over organization yeah. of this. Is that uh, I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but yeah, I am. I'm actually the owner of it now. Okay, it's all mine. Um. The previous organization kind of knew they dropped the ball on it, and I called them out on it. So now it's mine, um, which <laughs> comes with its own yeah. set of problems. Uh, I'm I can't announce the location yet. Um, yeah. I'm 99 percent sure I know the location, sure. but I still have one more meeting I have to go through. Um, but we are looking at the July 21st, 22nd weekend. Okay. From from what I can tell, it doesn't yeah. coincide with anybody else's. So, yeah, no, I a good chat with I, Janice yesterday. 
yeah. and Rob, and I talked to um, Bernie yep. yesterday. So yeah, hopefully he mentioned, this uh, is the week. <laughs> did he get down to see you yesterday? Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, we had a good chat. Yeah, I saw him Saturday night, and he mentioned he was heading down there, so he was hoping to, hoping yeah. to see you. It sounds like all you folks up there have parties all the time without all uh, well, folks you, and stuff. Well, you're welcome to come on up. It's, uh, <laughs> you're like, not busy enough. I know, you know. my spare time. Yeah, all that spare time, <laughs> <Never>. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So uh, this year, we're it'll have a more family approach to it because I'm running it. But yep. um, we want to make sure people are entertained as well as focusing and featuring how awesome barbecue is because it's really an underserved market in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have enough backyard people doing it. Or they do, but they don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. So I really want to focus on some teaching aspects, um, bring out some people that sell smokers, drumbos on board with me being there. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah, and if we get it in the location that I'm hoping, it will be a huge event for two days. So I'm pretty excited. Awesome. Well, we'll be watching for news about that. And uh, I do on the podcast pretty regularly updates on the competitions, so... We'll make sure we uh, spread the word once everything's all official and signed up. So, Yeah. I suspect I'm two weeks away from probably making the official announcement. Awesome. Well, we'll keep an eye out for that. Excellent. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, a big family holiday over the holidays there. Uh, yeah. Down to Texas and into Louisiana. Uh, you know, talk about the, the barbecue side of things, what you were able to uh, see and do while yeah. you were down there. Well, we flew into Houston, and then we rented a 37-foot RV mm-hmm. and traveled around Texas and Louisiana, and it was super fun. The RV was massive. I don't necessarily recommend anything that big. Um, we couldn't fit anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I ducked under every bridge that we went under. Like, that's going to help, but <laughs> sure. I did. Yeah. It just felt so tall in yeah. it. Um, but we had so much fun. Unfortunately, our flight was late getting into Houston, so we couldn't hit barbecue, like, right mm-hmm. off the plane. Yeah. Um, but the next day we ate barbecue three times and continued that trend for a while. Yep. <laughs> Actually, we did find some barbecue, but it wasn't, it was a chain, which we still wanted to try, but sure. yeah, it wasn't some of the top places that we wanted to go. So then the next morning we were ready and in line at Franklin's for nice. 6 a.m. Yep. Um, epic. It was yeah. a great experience. Aaron wasn't there. Uh, he's building another restaurant Okay. Yeah, he's right now. Yeah. So he was there. Um, but had a great chat. His staff took care of us. It was the food was phenomenal. It was yep. it really was a blast. At one point, I was so bored after standing in line, I went down and chatted with everybody in line. Yeah, it, it's a neat thing. I so did that. Uh, did the line there a few years ago, and it, it's really it's it's kind of its own thing. The whole line, eh? it, people it bringing yep. uh, people with their coolers, and just it's a oh, yeah. whole social event. It's uh, it's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. It was really fun. It was totally worth it. And yeah. then. For, I'm trying to remember where we went for lunch that day. I should know this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, 2M. Right, yeah. Then we headed out to 2M, which was great. It had a really fun kind of Mexican twist to things. Mm. Um, they were sold out of desserts, which Rob Reinhardt told me was the best thing that I should have had, and I didn't get to have any. Wow. Um, but kind of a funky place out in the middle of nowhere, which is yeah. great for our Yeah. Um, and then that night we went to Pinkerton's nice. in downtown San right. That's San Antonio, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to the Houston. And that was uh, fun. Yeah, I've been to the Houston one, but not San Antonio, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we left Houston as soon as we got to Houston, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So we could get to Franklin's for the morning. And then um, Pinkerton's was beautiful. I've, one of the most beautiful restaurants. I've heard. Um, yeah. The location was great. We, we 
went into the river walk with our kids and mm -hmm. oh it was so good it was beautiful yep. the food was good there too the decor and ambiance was super fun yeah um even at nine o'clock at night they had a line out the door awesome Awesome. So that was pretty cool. Got to go hang out in the pits there too. Um, that was super fun. If I could have one of those thousand gallon pits in Southern Alberta and it would hold temp, I would, yeah. but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Winter here. <laughs> yep. And then the next day, I think we headed to Salt Lake. Okay. Yep. Salt Lake, such an experience. It's a huge property. Mm. Um, super cool. The history behind it is really cool too. So yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah. I've heard the food isn't necessarily on the same level as some of those other places, but, but the experience is there, right? Yeah. The experience is yep, there. That, uh, and it is in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere yeah. That that big pit in the middle and everything. So, uh, yeah. quite a neat spot. So, yeah. And then, and then uh, go ahead. I'm trying to remember where we went next. <laughs> somewhere yeah we had our executive chef with us and so oh, nice. he traveled the first three days with us okay cool and then he flew home and we kind of continued on into new orleans and yeah. stuff um i can't remember where the last place was that we went anyway yeah. eventually we made it back to houston for barbecue and weed at truths which was mm. hands down my favorite yeah yeah i haven't like, been to i was actually just talking to a buddy of mine that lives in houston today and we were talking about that because he lives in that same area where pinkerton's and truth is and uh, okay. I, I haven't been back down there since Truth opened in Houston, but I was able to get out to their original spot out in Brenham, and yeah, it's okay. just fantastic. So. Yeah, it was hands down, top to bottom. Yeah, everything was my favorite in that location. Yeah. So, um, and then we went. We didn't really find good barbecue in New Orleans, nor were we actually expecting to find yeah. it in. Okay. <laughs> nor did we expect to find good barbecue in new orleans yep. we were there for more family stuff and games and yep. things like that yep. so we did try some barbecue there but it wasn't good yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i've heard uh, there's blue oak i think is in new orleans that i've heard is pretty good but uh yeah okay we didn't hit yeah. there yeah uh but we, just for my own curiosity talk about the new orleans experience it's uh, it's one of those places i, I definitely want to get to but uh, it was fun. Um, not super family friendly, even though they claim they are. Yeah. We had a lot to answer a lot of questions about beads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're a, we're a little bit ahead of Mardi Gras, but it was yeah. really fun. And the his, my husband's a history nerd, and he's American, so yeah. he really he really loved it. Yeah. Um, we we went down to Bourbon Street. We I mean we had our Uber driver drop us off on Bourbon Street. Obviously we weren't driving a thirty seven yeah. foot RV oh, yeah. through yeah. the French Quarter, yeah. um, but we did hit all the the spots. The cafe cafe. Oh my gosh, my brain. Where oh, the beignets were. Cafe du Monde is it? Yeah. Yep. Cafe du Monde. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which then we also found out there's a better beignet place called yep. Cafe Beignet. I think. Go for Excellent. Yep. But we had lots of fun. We, we got to go through the Hurricane Katrina Museum, we which was super good, and our kids have never seen anything like that. And mm -hmm. we moved actually to Florida like two years after Hurricane Katrina had still seen some of the damage mm -hmm. when we lived there. So yeah. that was good. Um, Food-wise, I'm not a seafood lover, so definitely not my jam, but yep. we ate deep-fried gator. That was really good. Right on. Um, crawfish, definitely not my favorite thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you tried, I tried right? it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we chased down some po' boys. Um, can't really find. We never found out what was exciting about them. Ate lots of them. Yep. Didn't love any of them. <laughs> but we went for the experience, yep. and then uh, we were able to take our 
kids to an NBA game and an NFL game. So That's that was awesome. exciting. Yep. Yep. Wicked. I won't, uh, you got the little one in the car there with you now, so I won't, uh, He's okay. won't keep you much longer here. Yeah. New Orleans, my wife and I, it was our 20th anniversary in 2020 and we had our trip, okay. we had our trip booked and then, uh. yeah, <laughs> that, that hasn't happened yet. So we we're, uh, we're yet to, no, rebook it's that fun. One. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's worth going to, yeah. we can tell you where not to stay. Yeah. Just uh, we'll, so you know, we can chat. Uh, <laughs> it definitely found some places that you shouldn't be. Yeah. But yeah, it was overall, it was super fun. We did get to go down to Baton Rouge and some other stuff. So it was really fun. Awesome. But awesome. I could have stayed in Texas for four more weeks. Yeah. It's, uh, I've, I've been lucky enough to get there a few times with work into that Houston area. And then I've had time to do little road trips and stuff. And yeah, it's, uh, uh, I definitely, uh, definitely a fan of Texas and the barbecue there. So that's awesome. So. Yeah, we're definitely, we'll head back. We joked about doing some barbecue tours, maybe down there, grab some people from up here and go down. I think it'd be super fun. That would be awesome, yeah. Uh, Really quick, where can folks find you online, social media, all that good stuff? Sure, we're at Hickory Street Food. That's our handle on everything. All right. So, oh, oh, this is that's sorry. I'm that's, sorry. What a what a call for you tonight, hey? Dogs yelping in the back. I got a kid. Okay, we'll try that again. So you can find us. Kenzie. Oh, you can find us at Hickory Street Food yep. on all of the things. Awesome. I'll put the links so, everywhere. Awesome. Well, thanks, uh, Devin. A busy uh, busy time for you guys. Uh, with family and the restaurant and everything going on. So I appreciate you taking a few minutes to update us with what's happening and look forward to getting down there this summer and spring or summer and uh, checking you out at the new spot there. Yeah. We'd love to have you down. Um, yeah. Like we're going to try and get anybody that'll come from Calgary. We'll have a, a fun night out there and, yep. and see everybody and we can serve liquor, which is exciting. That's a big plus. Right. Cause you were moving out of Sterling. Right. You weren't able to do that there. Right. It is a dry town. So, yeah, no, we're excited. Lots of things on the horizon. I'm just excited to bring good barbecue to Southern Alberta. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Devin. Appreciate it. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your evening. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Since Devin and I recorded this, there has been an announcement regarding the Smoke, Wind, and Fire competition. It will be held July 21st and 22nd, 2023, just outside of Lethbridge in Raymond, Alberta, and will be KCBS sanctioned with both Master Series and Backyard Comps running. Devin is planning this as a family event with a car show, a market, a movie in the park, food trucks, and more. The town of Raymond is on board as a sponsor, and it sounds like it will be a great weekend. Watch the Hickory Street social media for updates and get involved, sign up, register. She's looking for help, organizing, all that good stuff. So if you're down in that Lethbridge area, reach out to Devin if you'd like to help out. You are listening to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news. Brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of their customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. Visit them online at barrelbossq.ca. That's B-A-R-R-B-O-S, the letter Q, dot C-A, 
and follow them on Facebook and Instagram and tell them you heard about them on Eat More Barbecue. Well, folks, last week down in Orlando, Florida, the National Barbecue and Grilling Association held its annual conference and presented the 2023 Awards of Excellent. Of Excellence, sorry. I got to tell you, the NBBQA uh, conference is uh, a bucket list item for me. One of these days, I'll get down there. And uh, at the event, at the Awards of Excellence, some of our Canadian friends had some amazing results. Here's a recap of the Canadian companies and products that made the top five in their respective categories. First up in sauces, the fruit barbecue sauce. First place to our friends Motley Q with their raspberry chipotle sauce. And second place, House of Q, Brian and Corinne Misko, apple butter barbecue sauce. Well done, folks. One, two for the Canadians. In the tomato mild sauce category, our friends out of Canmore, Alberta, Bow Valley Barbecue with their sweet, sticky, icky, one of my favorites. And in fourth place, House of Q once again with their five-star competition barbecue sauce. In the rubs section, pork rub, fifth place, House of Q with their competition pork rub. Poultry Rub, our friend Rob, Prairie Smoke and Spice Barbecue, fifth place. A tie for fifth place with their sweet and tangy chicken and rib rub. In the original rub category, once again, Prairie Smoke and Spice Tumbleweed All-Purpose, first place in the original rub category. And again, Prairie Smoke and Spice in the marinade category, fifth place with their new bovine brine. Well done, folks. And lastly, in the apparel category, our friends Motley Q once again with their Wanna See My Rack t-shirt taking fifth place in apparel. It is awesome to see so many of our friends and amazing Canadian companies being recognized here. Look out, folks, we're coming for you. And I don't want to take a brag or take too much credit here, but I can say that each of these folks and companies has been on the show at least once. Little karma there, little karma. We talked about it a few weeks back with Doug Shiding, so look out. Well done, everyone, and congrats to the Grabham and the Brisket crew as well for their award for Best Barbecue Audio Series. They put out a great, fun, and entertaining podcast out of Texas, so check it out if you haven't already. Friends, I'm always looking for guest ideas for the show, so email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there's someone you'd like to hear from. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue restaurants here in Alberta and then get on out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, wherever you are, get out to your local barbecue joints and give them some love. Thank you to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See y'all next week and keep on smoking. Mm-hmm.